0: Oh, thank God. Just when we were starting to worry that the George Santos fire hose of lies was starting to run a bit dry, America's congressman is back with some new lore. We've already gotten backstory on Santos' days as a drag queen back in Brazil, his career running a dog rescue charity that literally stole dogs. From the Amish. And, of course, his many, many lies about things like whether his mom died in the 9-11 attacks and whether Santos is Jewish or simply Jewish. But would it surprise you to learn that George Santos allegedly ran a credit card fraud scheme as recently as 2017? No. Yeah, I, I guess that
1: probably wouldn't surprise anyone. <laughs> but that's the news. Yeah, it's, uh, it. you know, it's almost like we could have seen this coming, but, like, even this seems a little like, okay, Yeah, it who... seems like something he would do. Like, anyone else would be like, AOC was running a credit card fraud scheme. Like, <laughs> oh, my God.
0: George Santos running a credit card fraud scheme? Yeah, sure. Yeah, throw it on the pile. Seems like something right up his alley. Anyway, here's
1: Politico with the details. Representative George Santos orchestrated a 2017 credit card skimming operation in Seattle. The man who was convicted of the fraud and deported to Brazil said in a sworn declaration submitted to federal authorities Wednesday. Quote, I am coming forward today to declare that the person in charge of the crime of credit card fraud when I was arrested was George Santos slash Anthony DeVolder. Gustavo Riviero Trelha wrote in the declaration, It was sent by express mail and email to the FBI, the U.S. Secret Service New York office, and the U.S. Attorney's Office in the Eastern District of New York, according to a copy of the receipt from the United States Postal Service. Trelha decided to contact law enforcement officials after seeing the newly minted congressman on television, he said in the declaration. (laughs) Hey, "Hey, wait, hold on. (laughs) There's that guy I used to do crimes with. What's he up to? Oh, he's still lying, I see. Mm. Wait, hold on a second. I was deported to Brazil because of something this guy orchestrated alongside me and maybe in charge of me. So yeah, and I mean, if you're a real
0: Santos head, which I know a lot of you are, uh, you might see a potential connection with this story to a story from a few weeks back. And you would be 100% correct. Mm -hmm. Uh, Here's Politico's report from February 24th to refresh everyone's memory. George Santos lied to a Seattle judge about working for Goldman Sachs while speaking at a 2017 bail hearing for a family friend, who later pleaded guilty to fraud in an ATM skimming scheme, according to an audio recording of the proceeding and court records. Quote, So what do you do for work? King County Superior Court Judge San O'Donnell asked Santos at the May 15, 2017 arraignment of defendant Gustavo Ribeiro Trella. I am an aspiring politician and I work for Goldman Sachs, Santos replied. You work for Goldman Sachs in New York, the judge asked. (laughs) Yup. Santos responded. Yeah. Yup.
1: So Santos definitely knew this guy and felt motivated enough to travel cross-country to his bail hearing. That much we know for a fact. But everything else uh, is according to Traja, who's still down in Brazil after being deported. So these are just allegations. But, I mean, with the context of everything else, they're pretty damn believable. And very detailed, and also it's—it is all of this is just so much more damning because in the grand scheme of things, it's all so recent. It's not like George yeah, Santos was doing this 2017, 15, 10 years ago, uh, 20 years ago. Uh, this is fresh. This is one president ago. This is the the in the timeline <laughs> of this guy's life. The. These grifts are only followed by the grift of becoming a congressman based on false pretenses. Yeah. Yeah, it's all happened so fast. This man, he's he's, uh, prolific. Yeah, you can't say he wasn't busy. But anyways, let's just read straight from that declaration. I saw Congressman George Santos, also known to me as Anthony DeVolder, when I saw him recently on television. I know him. In 2016, I met Santos when I rented a room in his apartment in Florida. That is when and where I learned from him how to clone ATM and credit cards. (laughs) Santos taught me how to skim credit card information and how to clone cards. He gave me all the material and taught me how to put skimming devices and cameras on ATM machines. Santos had a warehouse located on Kirkman Road in Orlando, Florida. He had a lot of materials, parts, printers, blank ATM and credit cards to be painted and engraved with stolen account and personal information. Of course he lived in Orlando, Florida. Yeah, he. I. that's another thing that, with so much going
0: on, it's it's hard to remember that George Santos is an erstwhile Florida man.
1: Also, just doing one of, like, you know, some crimes rarely affect the common man. It's hard to wrap your head around, uh, you know, maybe, you know, it's, it's obviously morally reprehensible to steal puppies from the Amish and try to sell them or pawn them off as a charity, but, like, being affected by it directly, I don't know. Uh Having your credit card information stolen at, like, a gas pump or something like that is something that almost everyone has dealt with and is one of the most annoying things to have happen. And to know that this guy, of all people, and a congressman, was doing it as recently as, like, five or six years ago. You gotta start somewhere. He's a go-getter. He's living the American dream. It's just all of... Specifically crimes like this. Putting so much effort into, like, doing crimes is uh, when uh, clearly he could be doing things that uh, benefit society. But, you know, in America, you got to do what you can do. I mean, you can't say he didn't pull himself up by the old bootstraps. If George Santos'
0: family had ended up in, like, France instead mm-hmm. of the United States, he would be an upstanding citizen. Yeah. Uh, but he came to America, where uh, if you're dirt poor from a foreign country, well, you're going to have to do... Gonna have to do some things. Yeah. And he did those things, and that's why he's now... (laughs) Congressman. A congressman. America's congressman. The most American congressman of all congressmen, I would say. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, the declaration continues. Santos gave me, at his warehouse, some of the parts to illegally skim credit card information. Right after he gave me the card skimming and cloning machines, he taught me how to use them. Then I flew to Seattle, Washington, where I started working to steal credit card information from ATM terminals. My deal with Santos was 50% for him and 50% for me. We used a computer to be able to download the information on the pieces. We also used an external hard drive to save the filming because the skimmer took the information from the card and the camera took the password. It didn't work out so well because I was arrested. Santos came to Seattle and visited me in jail. He told me in jail not to say anything about him. Santos threatened my friends in Florida that I must not say that he was my boss. I no longer have contact with my friends in Florida because they were all afraid of something happening to them. I am coming forward today to declare that the person in charge of the crime of credit card fraud when I was arrested was George Santos slash Anthony DeVolder. Santos did not help me to get out of jail. He also stole the money that I had collected for my bail. I have witnesses who can support the statements above. Just like how he stole that veteran's money.
1: Oh, we're gonna... yeah. He also about the bail money. Uh, So, yeah, definitely sounds like the George Santos that we uh, have all come to know and, of course, love. Especially once you factor in a little bit of follow-up information that Treja provided to Politico. He says Santos promised him he was going to hire El Chapo's criminal defense attorney to represent him in the case. We got top men. Uh, uh, That detail alone leads us to believe that this story is True. Because, of course, George Santos wouldn't just lie about helping a friend get out of legal trouble. He would, of course, lie about hiring a lawyer whose other clients include the former head of the Sinaloa cartel. Uh, So anyways, will this news lead to anything? The only potential hard evidence is all tied to a pretty unremarkable open and shut case from five years ago. So who knows? I would say, though I'm not sure how long they keep the CCTV footage of jail visits, that might be something there, but I don't think that it, it, the, the low end of this case, being what it is, like they probably were monitoring too I hard. mean,
0: yeah, I'm not sure the, how long the Seattle PD keeps shit in their evidence locker, but... Um... Yeah. I mean, it would it would Why not don't you tell him it was me. It would not surprise me if like the credit card skimmer if you just put it into like boot mode is just like,
1: "Oh, this is George Santos's credit if card found, skimmer, by the way. found. Please return <laughs> yes. to Anthony, DeVolder. Anthony
0: DeVolder's Santos
1: George." Uh, but yes, no, it's uh he he is the American dream, the American hero, and cl- and you know, his actions closely resemble that of our national bird, the bald eagle. Yeah. The one who steals things from others until it comes out on top, based on beauty alone. Yeah.
0: And I bet he could really pull off a great bald eagle sort of drag costume with
1: the feathers and the sequins and it goes up and down and left and right. He's got to be upset about this, like, you know, this stupid culture war topic about drag shows because there's nothing he would probably love to do more right now than get out there and start his stuff. Yeah, I know. He's built Uh, himself a prison. And it's called being a Republican congressman. I mean... Yeah. Much like the Republican from uh, Tennessee. I can't imagine he's happier now than
0: he was before all this shit. I don't know. I I feel like he
1: loves the attention, good or bad. He does, like... And there hasn't been any consequences. So what is there to be upset about? In fact, he's only gotten further in life because of all the things he's done. So who's to say that he feels bad at all?
0: Well, we'll see. Uh, He's... That investigation, the ethics investigation,
1: I feel like that might uh, that might be his undoing. But Kevin McCarthy's going to pull some strings. Yeah. He's going to release forty thousand hours worth of Seattle PD uh, uh, CCTV footage so that uh, no one can find anything. Yeah, and uh, and it's going to go straight to Tucker Carlson. Of course, I
0: mean he should do that because I'm sure there's other really interesting things. In yeah, forty thousand hours of Seattle PD footage, but <laughs> surely, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, one of the many interesting things about George Santos is, of course, that he is a gay Republican. I mean, 20 years ago, that would have been the big scandal. But it's a testament to how far things have come in this country that George Santos has dozens of different scandals going on at once, and none of them have anything to do with him being gay. I mean, I guess, I guess the drag queen thing kind of does, but yeah. that's not so much a scandal as just a thing that Santos did that he hilariously denied doing, despite there being mountains of documentation showing that
1: he definitely did it. Yes. But despite the attitude towards gays in this country being a bit better than it used to be, they're still pretty bad. Lots and lots of people in George Santos's own party are still steadfastly against the so-called homosexual agenda. And an interesting thing about that is that time and time again, we are shown examples of anti-LGBTQ lawmakers who perhaps doff protest too much, and whose views are eventually found to have been basically, gay sex for me, but not for thee. It feels like something that used to happen a lot more often with perhaps the best example in somewhat recent memory being Senator Larry Craig getting caught soliciting gay sex in an airport bathroom by an undercover cop back in 2007. Yeah, that was a big one. Yeah. And he,
0: he denied it. He said, I've, I'm not gay. I've never been gay. I just got but, the uh, restless leg syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> have, he said, I, I take a wide stance when I'm taking a shit. I got
1: what my mama used to call sewing machine foot.
0: Yeah, I mean, that was the last big one, Um, but new closeted anti-gay Republican just
1: dropped, folks. Uh, Closeted is a stretch because uh, he was uh, freaking out on Maine. Yeah, so meet Lieutenant Governor Randy
0: McNally of Tennessee, who this week earned the nickname Randy Randy (laughs) for getting caught just straight up ogling gay thirst traps on Instagram while using his official verified Instagram account. This wasn't just some... Ted Cruz hitting the like button on some porn rooney on 9 11 that uh, you could blame on, like a staffer or something like that. This was multiple repeated examples of thirsty comments under posts featuring photos that we can't even really show
1: you on here without censoring them. These are the thirstiest of thirst traps. Even the censorship, like, I feel like the algorithm will just be like, no, sir. Yeah. But the, yeah, the comments seem to have all been replies to posts uh, from user Franklin Superstar. Under a close up photo of Franklin's butt, the lieutenant governor wrote, Thin. you can turn a rainy day into rainbows and sunshine. Oh. And then another uh, comment on the same post, three heart emojis next to three fire emojis. I like, yeah, he, multiple times he'd reply, uh, he'd leave multiple separate
0: replies on this. He nice knows place. how to work
1: the algorithm. Yeah. The more comments, the better. Listen, listen. he knows what he's doing. Why don't you guys? Uh, Franklin replied to that one with, at Lieutenant Governor McNally, <laughs> you are literally always so nice, King. To which McNally replied with three heart eyes emojis. Uh, these comments were left eight whole weeks ago, and were're still up as of this week. But there are even older comments that have just been sitting on Instagram waiting to be discovered. Uh, maybe he doesn't get off on homosexuality.
0: Maybe he just gets off on the danger of uh, Carlos I mean, danger. of leaving uh, like incriminating blackmail material. me on the open internet. Yeah, it's not a gay thing. It's a uh, I it's do believe else. he is he is outwardly gay, though, right? No. No, no, absolutely not. Oh, okay. No. i had seen
1: like I, at least maybe it was an open secret in the uh, government. I there mean, or something. I mean, he's almost certainly actually gay. Well, yeah, <laughs> I like, assume.
0: Yeah, no, he is not openly gay at all.
1: Ah, well, okay. He, this is a married great grandfather. This man is wow. eight years old. Yeah, he, he, the interview is hard to watch. He is uh, looks like he could he could go down at any moment. Yeah, he,
0: he looks struggling. I mean, yeah. maybe maybe. Maybe seeing this this little twinks post on Instagram is the only thing keeping this man's heart pumping strong enough to keep him alive. Maybe yeah. that's why he's doing it. Yeah, because not, nothing sexual. It's just uh, I
1: can't make the walk around will, the neighborhood anymore, so I got to get the blood pumping in other. I will literally
0: die if I if you take away my thirst traps. Ah. Right. Anyway, all the comments that this guy left are at the very least flirty. With the lieutenant governor replying to one post with "Hi, sunshine," <laughs> and another with "Love it." pink heart emojis. At one point, he told Franklin, you need to be on Dancing with the Stars.
2: Oh, yeah. What a sweet
0: old man. I, the only thing I can think is
1: that he might have thought these were private messages.
0: Uh, yeah, no, that seems to... Uh, yeah, this, you're 79, you don't understand what a public message and a private message is. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But he did he it did a lot. And look, there's nothing wrong with complimenting your gay bro's thirst traps. That doesn't necessarily mean you're gay. It just means you're Nice and supportive. He, yeah, he's supporting. Yeah. Um, it is, however, a pretty weird and kind of sus thing to do repeatedly when you are a 79-year-old married Catholic Republican lieutenant governor of a state that has dozens of anti-LGBTQ bills moving through the legislature as we speak. Mm-hmm. Randy, not sure you know this, but your boss, the governor of Tennessee, is passing anti-gay, anti-trans, and anti-drag laws like his life depends on. It. Mm-hmm. He is in a race against himself and against time. There is literally a bill in Tennessee right now that would make it so that if a gay couple comes to get married at a courthouse, like, the courtroom staff would be able to say, uh, no. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they're, they're making drag a crime even though that governor
1: has appeared in drag himself because, mm-hmm. of course, he fucking has. Yes. Um, it, it's getting dark over there. Randy. But, hey, uh, let's give Randy a chance to defend himself here. Which excuse is he going to try? Uh... I don't know, he was hacked? Well, no, that won't work, because this apparently goes back years. Uh, Well, here's here's Nashville's News Channel 5. During the last three years, McNally, Republican, Oak Ridge, has been regularly commenting on extreme pictures of a social media user in Tennessee. His team is not blaming a staffer or claiming McNally was hacked. Instead, they are saying that commenting on Instagram photos is just something McNally often does. Others on social media Wednesday (laughs) were... (laughs) We love him for it. Uh, It goes against uh, everything that uh, our party in this state uh, is trying to push forward, but uh, look, he does it for the engagement. Just something he does. Uh, Others on social media Wednesday were pointing out that McNally commented in what could be described as inappropriate on a male user's Instagram through McNally's verified account. McNally typed out fire emojis where the male user had posted his backside and commented that he had a super look. He added other comments about his love of the user's content. So he's not, like I said, just reading the comments, you would assume that this guy is just, you know, unfortunately I'm part of the Republican Party. Uh, My fiscal beliefs do take precedent over my horniness. You know what he's doing? He's simping. Yes. Uh, This is simp behavior. Wouldn't be surprised if he was a pay pig. He might be. Uh Uh-huh.
0: Anyway, it continues. Trying to imply something sinister or inappropriate about a great-grandfather's use of social media says more about the mind of the left-wing operative making the implication than it does about Randy McNally, his office said in a statement on Wednesday night. As anyone in Tennessee politics knows, Lieutenant Governor McNally is a prolific social media commenter. He takes great pains to view every post he can and frequently posts encouraging things to many of his followers. Does he always use the proper emoji at the proper time? Maybe not! But he enjoys interacting with constituents and Tennesseans of all religions, backgrounds, and orientations on social media. He has no intention of stopping. In fact, now it's going to kick into overdrive. The Lieutenant Governor is a simp and I'm proud. If you think some left-wing muckraking is going to stop the simping, you are dead wrong. Mm. He's going to simp even harder. So, so yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that excuse, it might work on someone who hasn't seen the actual photos that he left those replies under, which, again, are very racy. There is uh, unequivocally... They these are, are literal thirst traps yeah, for gay men. Uh, yeah, they are... Honestly, I'm kind of surprised that Instagram allows that much uh, skin, but mm-hmm. whatever, I don't care. It's just... I was kind of shocked. It was like, damn, that's... Uh, yeah. Anyway... If you hadn't seen those pictures, you're like, okay, what's wrong with these photos? What's wrong with the the comments? Uh, Just seems like a nice guy. Mm. But hold on. Isn't there someone else we forgot to ask? What does Franklin have to say about all this? Uh, The website Tennessee Holler got in touch with him uh, from their reporting. Franklin is currently 20
1: years old. He grew up in... Uh, Age gap. (laughs) Problematic age gap. Problematic age gap. He grew up in Knoxville, which McNally represents parts of, but no longer lives there. He says he and McNally became friends on Facebook through mutual friends a few years back, and that McNally got Franklin's Instagram from there and has been commenting for a while now about his pictures, which are revealing. Franklin says, My body is art, and I like to use it in the way God intended. Franklin told us he always found it a bit random that the lieutenant governor of Tennessee was commenting on his page. But since he's not a political person, he didn't make the connection that McNally was simultaneously helping to spearhead a deeply anti-LGBTQ legislature, which is pushing the most anti-LGBTQ bills in the country. About the way McNally posted on his page, Franklin told us he has never taken what appears to be flirting seriously. I just thought he was older and out of touch. I've always taken it as a compliment. I don't dislike him or think he's a bad person. He's one of the only people who has consistently uplifted me and made me feel good. He's one of my best simps. And if you think I'm going to disavow
0: my top simp because he happens to be involved in virulently anti-gay legislation, well... Not going to happen. Not going to happen. I'm loyal.
1: My simps are loyal to me and I'm loyal to my simps. Yes. By, by telling him to stop commenting on my Instagram, you're taking away my happiness.
0: But yeah, I guess he wasn't really aware of that. And they were like, uh, here's some of the bills. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's OK. Yeah, that's that's not good.
1: That's certainly that's, problematic. Uh, I'll be
0: looking okay. into this. Uh, yeah. But uh, anyway, Randy McNally's initial statement responding to this news, of course, did not make the story go away. So on Thursday, he decided to head down to News Channel 5 studio for a sit down interview to
1: clear the air on all this. <sighs> I And uh, this is hard to <laughs> watch because this guy's. Is- He's very old. He's clearly, uh, uh, you know, I don't want to say out of shape, but uh, he... This is the funniest interview I've ever seen. I, I, I can't handle it because it looks like he is leaking from every orifice. Just sweat, tears. Come. uh Well, he probably is. Uh, and, and He's getting off on this. It's, it's, it's an intense interview. I'll say that.
0: Yeah. We're just going to go ahead and show you a bunch of clips from this interview because it is truly incredible. And also because actually seeing and hearing... 79-year-old Lieutenant Governor Randy McNally is pretty essential to fully grasping this whole situation and how weird it is. So please enjoy. What do you hope comes out of this?
2: Well, I think I'll be a lot more careful about using social media.
3: In a legislative session dominated by bills outlawing drag shows in public places and targeting gender care for the trans community, Tennessee Lieutenant Governor Randy McNally finds himself facing accusations of hypocrisy after a progressive site unearthed his social media interactions with a 20-year-old gay model, among them provocative posts that were liked by the 79-year-old Republican, including one where the young man doesn't appear to be wearing clothes. When people see these posts, what should they take away from them?
2: Well, I don't know that they should take away a a whole lot. It's just that, you know, I, I, uh, you know, try to encourage people with posts and try to, um, you know, help them uh, if I can.
3: Were you trying to help this young man in some sort of way?
2: Uh, just basically trying to encourage him. There was
3: also this post where the man said he was, quote, not a whore, but a hoe. One is a slut, the other is a prostitute, adding, I'm the one that gets free weed for giving, then a reference to a sexual act. And it was liked by Lieutenant Governor McNally.
2: I don't know that, you know, a lot of times on people's posts, you see the name and you see what they've written and you just press the button that says like so, so, so you didn't
3: read uh, that post
2: I don't recall reading the part about the the uh weed I know that but well, what about the prostitute I might
3: have I might have read that in that case was it appropriate to to like the comment
2: probably not probably not
1: Whew. Anyways, it's unclear how this will work out for the lieutenant governor, who could be impeached by the Tennessee State Senate if they decide to vote on that. This is a four-decade political career potentially brought down by simping, which is kind of historic. Anyways, it would be cool if at the very least Randy McNally takes this experience and decides to maybe stick up for the LGBTQ community in a state where they very much need the support. Come on, Randy he could turn this whole embarrassing incident around and really be a hero to a lot of people. Yeah, I don't think he will. But he could. Randy. I don't can know. Really, you can
0: really pull a 180 here. I know you've been looking at footage from all those pride parades down in Nashville every year while everyone around you is getting real mad and you're just like, well, I, I want to go down to the pride. And that was you your chance. You could be the... Uh, you you know, look like you could die at any minute. You
1: have one pride parade left in you, maybe two. What, what's the what's the person that like, uh, you know, the Grand Marshal, the Grand Marshal. If you have an effect on reversing the anti uh, LGBTQ bills in the state, you could be the Grand Marshal of the Nashville yeah. or Knoxville Randy, or whatever. They will, they will put you on raid. a
0: float where you will be surrounded by not just one twink, but dozens, as many as
1: possible. And you're going to have the the best looking outfit that you've ever worn in your entire life. Come on, Randy. Do the right thing. This, this could be a pivotal moment.
0: Could be. We would love to see Will that. you rise to the occasion, Randy? Or will you keep simping from the shadows? We'll have to wait and see. But well, moving on now to an update on a, a couple of guys who are up to no good, who we've had the misfortune of keeping up with for way too long. More than half a decade. Making trouble in multiple neighborhoods. <laughs> Making trouble in uh, multiple neighborhoods, all of which conveniently happen to be black. Mm-hmm. What's up with that? Is that a crime? Oh, it is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're talking Jacob Wool and Jack Berkman. They're back in the news. Um, so last we heard, back in December, Wall and Berkman had been found guilty of running an automated phone call scheme that targeted black neighborhoods across the country and sought to discourage voting in the 2020 elections through disinformation. Um, so the news that they were convicted was not as exciting as it initially sounded though, because instead of finally putting these two bozos behind bars where they belong, they were given a slap on the wrist, a $2,500 fine Two years of probation, six months of electronic monitoring, and 500 hours of community service registering voters in some of the very neighborhoods they tried to disenfranchise, which I feel like we would have... uh, Have they done that yet? I feel like we would have seen some evidence that they put these guys on, like, the corner of, like, Martin Luther King Boulevard and whatever and wow. made them register voters, and I've seen no evidence whatsoever.
1: Well, yeah, we would have seen a video of them doing the opposite of whatever their community yeah. services is supposed to do. Yeah, it's, it's do. also, like, the They would, like, forge documents This or... sentence was
0: so stupid, because, like, these guys have already shown how dishonest they are yes. and how motivated they are to disenfranchise black voters, and you want them to, to go... To be in charge of yeah. registering like, them? I don't
1: know. Like, I don't know. I'm not sure the punishment fits the crime. Yeah. So this was just one of several legal cases against Wall and Berkman, though. And this week, another one came to a close. Here's law and crime with the latest. Right-wing activists Jacob Wall and Jack Berkman's robocalls targeting black voters violated the Voting Rights Act and Ku Klux Klan Act. And the question isn't close enough to require a jury, a federal judge ruled. The court recognizes that the free exchange of ideas on issues of public concern and the ability to engage in robust political discussion constitute the foundations of a democratic society, senior U.S. District Judge Victor Marrero wrote in a 111-page order on Wednesday. Marrero, nonetheless, found that the evidence establishes that the neighborhoods that the defendants targeted were not accidental or random, finding that a reasonable jury couldn't escape the conclusion that the pair wanted to deny the right to vote specifically to black voters. And, like, it is, regardless of whatever happens as far as punishment, having the I violated the Ku Klux Klan Act on your record is... the punishment should just be,
0: like, having to wear a shirt that says I violated the KKK Act and all I got was this shirt. Yeah, and a slap on the wrist. Because, yeah, I mean, like, you probably think, oh, they violated the KKK Act. A judge found that they literally violated a law put in place and named after the KKK put in place in response to the Ku Klux Klan's actions. They're definitely going to prison now, right? No. No. Because they keep getting away with it. We're not legal experts, so, I don't know, the ins and outs of this case are a bit confusing to us. But basically, a civil rights group called the National Coalition on Black Civic Participation brought this case, and they now have 20 days to submit requests for damages, which it sounds like is just going to be more fines. This ruling could, however, affect the other cases against Woolen Berkman over the robocalls that haven't happened yet. I think the Michigan one is the the big one mm-hmm. that's uh, still possibly coming. Also, I mean, these guys are never going to have money again. The, I think the FCC fined them like
1: five $5 million. Um, it They might not have their own personal money, but they will keep yeah, getting funded. They will spy not... by someone. And I'm very curious who that someone might
0: be because these guys are like persona non grata, even within the circles they used to, like, move around in no Mm -hmm. one wants anything to do with them but uh clearly someone's bankrolling them
1: yeah anyways if you need a refresher on what these robocalls actually said uh because yeah it's gnarly uh here you go Mail-in voting sounds great, but did you know that if you vote by mail, your personal information will be part of a public database that will be used by police departments to track down old warrants and be used by credit card companies to collect outstanding debts? The CDC is even pushing to use records for mail-in voting to track people for mandatory vaccines. Don't be finessed into giving your private information to the man. Stay safe and beware of vote-by-mail. Yeah, they also... (laughs)
0: One element of this that I never picked up on until it was mentioned in an article this week was uh, like the woman, the voice they got to do it, identified herself as Tamika Taylor, Mm -hmm. which um, Brianna Taylor's mother's name is Tamika. So it's like (sighs) some people might reasonably assume that that's who was calling uh, evil. But yeah, as for how it was determined that these calls were definitely 100% racially motivated, well... Wohl and Berkman literally said so in text messages to each other. Because, of course, they fucking did. No subtlety. Wohl said in one message, We should send it to black neighborhoods in Milwaukee, Detroit, Philadelphia, Charlotte, Richmond, Atlanta, and Cleveland. Uh, After the calls were put out there and started getting uh, coverage in the news, Berkman texted Wohl, I love these robocalls. Getting angry black callbacks. Win or lose, the black robo was
1: another great Jacob Wohl idea. I mean, it's just too obvious. Like... This is, they can't be this
0: stupid, right? No, they are. And they have no incentive to be less stupid because they've never been sufficiently punished for the evil they've brought into the world. Yes. It's insane. These men, just their very existence is a, is a scathing indictment of the entire U.S. justice system.
1: And it's like the the, the stuff that they do is so, like... Just evil and so ridiculously evil that it's like comical. That yeah. when I picture them, I cannot picture them walking like normal humans. I picture them like cartoon characters, bumbling through life. So even I am guilty of like not uh, infantilizing them, but like making up them up as like these cartoony villains. Yeah, they're characters. Yeah, but, <laughs> but they're real and they have uh, done real harm
0: on the like a lot of unsuspecting victims. Yeah, in not just I mean this is. This Robocall thing was just one tiny little, like, one of many schemes and scams these two got up to over the last few years. It just happened to be the one where they, like,
1: 100%
0: just broke the fucking law. And we would have gotten away Uh, with it, too,
1: if it wasn't for our uh, damning, incriminating text messages to one another, where we clearly lay out the entire
0: plan. I wonder if they're still doing that uh, fake To Catch a Predator show that, like... Oh, the DC one? ...has put multiple people's lives in danger. Yeah.
1: It's nuts. Like the the the. Text Can a judge mes- just
0: make them stop doing
1: that, please? The text messages are like in a movie where the villain explains the entire plot. All right, so we're about to do some crimes. <laughs>
0: yeah, are you ready to do these crimes? Anyways, wow. But well, yeah, before we move on to the headlines half of the show, this episode is sponsored by Athletic Greens. We both take AG1 by Athletic Greens every morning because it solves a very annoying problem. Getting all the vitamins and minerals your body needs without having to buy a bunch of different supplement pills that you have to remember to take every morning. AG1 is just one scoop of powder and water
1: and it tastes great and makes you feel good. It can be hard to know where to even start with supplements or who to trust, but AG1 makes that so much easier. Why take a bunch of different things when you can just mix one scoop of powder and water once a day? AG1 was designed with ease in mind, making it easy to cover your nutritional bases every day. Every scoop is packed with 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, and whole-food-sourced ingredients which support your immune system, your digestion, mood, energy, and even your hair, skin, and fingernails. AG1 has quickly become just as important as that first cup of coffee for
0: us. If you're looking for an easier way to take supplements, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com
1: weird. That is athleticgreens.com weird. Check it out. This episode is also sponsored by HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Make mealtime easy with delicious recipes made with fresh, wholesome ingredients delivered right to your door. No lines, no hassle. Just great tasting meals you can whip up and enjoy in the comfort of home. With the cost
0: of groceries going up and up, now is the perfect time to get started with HelloFresh. HelloFresh is cheaper than grocery shopping and 25% less expensive than takeout. March is National Nutrition Month, and HelloFresh makes it easy to choose delicious, dietitian-approved meals. Simply look for the dietitian win tag on their menu choices for meals under 700 calories and with one-third less sodium. And also, HelloFresh owns Green Chef, another one of our sponsors. Uh, They're
1: both great. Lots of options between the two of them. I love that less sodium. The older you get, the less sodium you want. So, be careful. Uh, We're big fans of HelloFresh's quick and easy uh, recipes that clock in at 20 minutes or less of prepping and cooking. And on next week's menu, they've got a spicy coconut curry chicken soup with red cabbage, carrots, and lime Mm. that's ready in just 15 minutes. Boom. And the 20-minute sesame soy beef bowls with jasmine rice, sriracha mayo, cilantro, and crispy fried onions, which we can personally vouch for. That's a good one. Uh, Yeah, that might be
0: one of my favorites I've gotten
1: from them. It's so hard to get sriracha these days. You're going to save those (laughs) packets,
0: whatever you can. So go to HelloFresh.com slash WeeklyWeird60 and use code WeeklyWeird60 for 60% off plus free shipping. Again, that is 60% off plus free shipping by going to HelloFresh.com
1: slash WeeklyWeird60 and using code WeeklyWeird60. All right, now it's time to get into the weirdest, wildest, craziest headlines from around the world this week. Starting with, stolen alligator kept as a pet returned to zoo after 20 years. Was it reunited with any zookeeper? Is there a big moment where it it gets to hug the alligator? So
0: the it was kidnapped before it was even born. If you oh. can believe that. Okay. So they stole a an
1: egg. egg. Okay. Yeah, a
0: volunteer at the zoo, who was like,
1: who would miss an egg?
0: Yeah, I mean, how much could an egg be worth? Uh, but yeah, they 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 took an egg in their trying times and they brought it home and they raised this alligator for twenty years, uh, before eventually some some big government city inspector was like, hey, you got a permit for that alligator in your yard? And they were like, oh, I need a permit. And they, I guess, didn't qualify for a permit. And so they're like, oh, well, you can give it back to the zoo that I stole it from 20 years ago. And they're like, you stole this from a zoo? Like, well, I stole it when it was an egg, so technically didn't steal an alligator. And they're like, okay, well, um... According to American (laughs) uh, conception laws, you did steal an alligator. That's right. Yeah, that was an alligator the second that egg was laid. I don't care if you
1: stole the two alligators that fucked to make that egg.
0: But yeah, this big alligator is finally going back to the zoo. Uh, happy ending for everyone involved. Uh, Will they give visitation rights to the... Uh, I doubt it. I, I would assume this woman is probably banned from, from the zoo. Woman, it, it was a woman. Wow. I think so. In International Women's Month of all months. Well, you need... I mean, you know, women, when they live alone, a lot of them get a big dog. This lady, she, she stepped it up. She got an alligator. No one's going to mess with her. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Also, not a Florida woman. Wow. Texas. Ah, cool. I always forget they got their own little
1: gator situation down there in the Gulf Coast. Well, yeah, I guess. Hmm. Well, you know, you learn something new every day. Yeah. Cat with
0: gang tattoos finds forever home after being rescued from Mexican prison. Okay. Is a hairless cat.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. And they gave it prison tattoos? Yeah, I guess
0: somehow this, this hairless cat got smuggled into a Mexican prison mm-hmm. where they tatted it up. Well, like someone got the egg and brought it in. They gave it gang tattoos. Yeah, the whole situation around this is fucking wild, actually. Uh, there was this... Really fucked up, To you giving a, an animal a tattoo? I mean, tattoo artists practice on pigs. I don't like Have you it. seen these Yakuza pigs that are like the, the tattoo school pigs? They look awesome. I
1: don't like it. I love it.
0: Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, like back in... Like two months ago, there was this this prison in Mexico got raided by a cartel like they showed up like the fucking military to do a jailbreak Mm -hmm. and like fucking straight up executed a bunch of the prison staff but like and then the the military came in and broke it up like a a fuck ton of people died but the in the process they're like hold on is that a hairless cat with a gang tattoo on it i guess we gotta deal with that too after we deal with all this.
1: I I prefer the reality where the cat was responsible for all of the mayhem. Yeah, the cat was the real mastermind. Yeah, and it they, the the cartel and the military were just fall guys. I, a hairless cat looks like it's up to something. It does just look naturally. tough. I can yeah. imagine how tough it would look with some gang tattoos, but uh, yeah. I don't know.
0: Yeah, what's up with that? Uh, like, Mexico has the, the hairless dog, too. What, a Chihuahua? No, there's this... It's got a Aztec name that I cannot possibly pronounce, mm-hmm. but it's uh, this, like... Hairless dog with black skin, looks kind of awesome. That's the chupacabra. Family. And it's got like uh, it's got a little, it's got no hair except for a white mohawk. Cool, like it's a, a gremlin. Sick looking dog. Yeah, it looks yeah. like a fucking gremlin. Cool. Anyways, scary. yeah, the, I guess the cat got adopted by someone in the U.S. It's like the craziest fucking pet adoption story. You're like, oh, where did you get that cat? Why, is is that a, is that a Mexican cartel gang tattoo? Like, well, funny story.
1: Yeah, funny story. Cat's seen a lot. That Cat's a conversation. Now story. it's retired. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And rehabilitated. Good. Yes. Child marriage ban bill defeated in West Virginia House. Oh, good.
0: Yeah. We. Yeah. You are trying to ban Solve child the real, marriage? The real problem. Sounds there. like you hate freedom if you're trying to ban child marriage. In West Virginia, of all places. You're trying to groom our kids into not getting married when they're still children.
1: I, I just groomer. Shocker, West Virginia of all the states. Yeah. You know, Virginia's for lovers. West Virginia. West Virginia's for freaks. Yeah. (laughs) Freaks and literal, like, hillbillies, white trash.
0: I mean, probably not fair, but it is a very unfortunate state. They had so much going for them early on for a brief period of time. And then still some beautiful nature there, though. I'll probably never check it out in person, but... um... Credit where it's due. If you're from West Virginia and you feel deeply insulted by our characterization of your state, please uh, let us know in the comments some good things about uh, West Virginia.
1: Look, I only have the stories that I'd my, love mom, to my mom told me about growing up there. So, oh, uh, your mom is from
0: West Virginia? Yeah, right
1: on the. Well, I don't know exactly, but uh, on one of the border states, and uh, lots of lots of so lots not, of stories she... that remind me of the Beverly Hillbillies.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's 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 a place. not
1: the rich part of Beverly Hills, right? The yeah. the the driving grandma. Lots
0: on these... of stories from the opening like intro to the Beverly Hills, <laughs> yes. like the first half before Jed hits that uh, bubbling brew of uh, black gold, Texas yes. tea, oil that is. Uh huh. So there you go. Man who spray painted groomer on libraries is arrested
1: and charged with possessing child porn. It's always people you least expect. That's what's uh. so, and I've thought about it so many times in the past couple of weeks. And I know we've talked about it before, obviously, but that's what's so infuri- infuriating about all of this is that if you want to look at systemic uh, child abuse, look no further than the most conservative organizations that you yeah. possibly can—the Catholic
0: not... Church, the Mormon Church, Boy Scouts, uh, the like ultra-conservative like Jewish Orthodox sects in Brooklyn, like yeah, all, yeah, Boy Scouts, like all these. yeah, you're right. Yes, you're right. It's all sitting right under your nose, but uh, and uh, and provable and uh, but through. But Ricky, the library has a book by Judy Bloom or something about periods. So Well, you do
1: grooming, you, you make a compelling argument. Grooming, it's just so frustrating. It's and it's always you know the people that you least expect, like the ones tagging groomer. It's like the guys who uh, like tag their house uh, and say that it was Antifa. <laughs> Black's rule. That was the best one. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, so, it's so crazy, the projection.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Nick Cage doesn't need the MCU because he's Nick Cage, says Nick Cage. Also, fool, fool him once with yeah. being Superman. Yeah, that would have been a weird-ass movie. He actually, I mean, he's not MCU, but he did play Spider-Man Noir in... Probably the best uh, superhero movie in of fucking, the last ten years. Uh, wasn't
1: he the guy with the flaming head? Oh yeah, and then he was—he uh, was fucking uh, Ghost Rider. Isn't that MCU?
0: No, That's... that was pre-MCU. That was back when it's not like... MCU, but it's Marvel, right? Yeah, but it's not MCU. That was okay. back when all the rights to Marvel's properties were scattered on like a bunch of like ten different film studios. Well, maybe they it's should bring canon. him back to
1: play the, that that character. It is weird that
0: they haven't brought Ghost Rider back. He's too scary. But, uh, I mean, yeah, I guess Nick Cage. Once, once Nick Cage has played the role, it's like anything else is just going to feel like a disappointment. Yeah. But he's right, yeah. I mean, if you're Nicolas Cage and you're at, like, you're in your fucking renaissance, the peak of your career, why the hell do you want to get shackled to the MCU to stand in front of a
1: fucking green screen for six weeks? Because you potentially still owe the IRS money? I don't think he does anymore. Yeah, I don't think he does either. I, but, think, uh,
0: uh, I think he figured that out somehow.
1: It's so weird that... It is maybe the fault of him, you know, avoiding taxes for years uh, that he had to, you know, get into indie films to to make up for it and then inadvertently created just masterpiece after masterpiece. It's a really weird trajectory, too, because like there was
0: like a solid five years there where he was saying yes to everything and it was all just fucking trash. And then eventually, yeah. he started getting like put into actual good indie movies.
1: But even the trash movies, he w- w- committed 110% oh, of yeah. the roles and turned otherwise garbage movies into something that is, at the very least, watchable. Yeah. Because you're just just in awe
0: of the performance. I recently watched uh, Scorsese's Bringing Out the Dead from, yeah. like, 1997 or something. Uh, which Nick Cage, I watched it because he said in an interview that he was... His favorite role he's ever played, yeah, and it's it's just a just an amazing performance. Just Nick Cage at the top of his game, the early Cage, I guess, mid mid career. I can't Cage.
1: remember what's the it's uh uh it's Port of New Orleans, but I can't remember the actual oh, name uh, of it. Bad Lieutenant, yes,
0: yes, by Werner Herzog. Yes. Yeah, that's another crazy
1: fucking movie. Just
0: wow. <laughs> yeah, there's so, no one else like him. No,
1: and the, he's too good for the MCU. And even even the self referential. Nick Cage movie. Which I still haven't seen because it's, it's only on, like, fucking Roku channel or some shit. Well, you could rent it. If you, nah. It's like $3. Come nah. on. Uh, is actually really funny and good. Yeah. I was, I saw it just because I was like. Pedro Pascal in it, right? Yeah, and I was like, you know what? I wouldn't normally be interested in something this self-referential, but because it's Nick Cage, I'm going to go see it. This is probably the, the peak of his renaissance, and it's all down home from here, so you got to see it. Uh, and I was actually blown away by how actually funny it was. Yeah, and the new Dracula movie looks fucking great, too. I'm cautiously optimistic. I am fully optimistic. (laughs) (laughs) Call for left-wing unity causes division. Oh, my God. Oh, shocked.
0: Wow. I I love this headline, Mm -hmm. because it could be from anywhere. Uh It's for Ireland, I guess, Mm. but um, this could be... This is a headline that could be from literally anywhere in the world at any time in the last, like, 250 years. Yes. It's it's perfect. Mm Mm-hmm. Call for left-wing unity causes division. Because, uh, yeah, the best way to take down a leftist is another leftist. Yeah. <laughs> we love it, folks.
1: I'm going to let you have this headline because it is, uh, it's is—it's a
0: fun one. Bungling burglar left his own birth certificate at crime scene during theft spree. Who carries their birth certificate? I guess he was homeless. Oh. Yeah, that makes it a lot less fun. the headline yeah, it's was, not fun at all. The headline was funny when I was imagining some, like, Skilled fucking burglar in like black spandex, but just happened to carry his birth certificate around very loosely in his back pocket. Yeah. And it just goes fluttering away. But no, this is a homeless man. Yeah, that you know, sucks. Who, who has to carry all of his identification on. Not fun. But uh, yeah.
1: You know, they got, when I graduated high school, they gave you little pocket sized diplomas, you know, in case you ever need it. Yeah. And I remember <laughs> thinking at the time, like, Yep, right there in the wallet. Yeah. I'll be using this officer. all the time.
0: Officer, you'll be, you'll be impressed to know that I am a high school
1: graduate. Uh, can I see your license registration, please? That won't be needed. Oh, geez, did that slip <laughs> out? <laughs> hey, four years. <laughs> I did it. WWE in talks with state gambling regulators to legalize betting on scripted match results. This is a great idea.
2: Uh-huh. Nothing How could, could go wrong?
0: possibly go wrong. Oh. Allowing gambling for professional wrestling matches what i mean and their their logic behind this is so fucking funny they're like well a lot of gambling sites let you gamble on the oscars and that's predetermined and it's like okay well that entire counting process is conducted by a prestigious accounting firm that Mm -hmm. like doesn't let anyone like wrestling matches are there's like a writer's room there's so many more ways it's a for full that production it, yeah there's uh, there's just but uh, yeah they should do it there's like they even should definitely like, do
1: this even uh, you know uh, the NBA has been embroiled in betting scandals through referees so I highly doubt uh, that the WWE is gonna be on the level with uh, any of this yeah this is um, absolutely
0: doomed mm-hmm. and I want to see it happen. Let's go yeah. let's go Vince is back. Looking weirder than ever. Let's go. And he needs to make some money quick. Yeah, he owes the Saudis a lot. <laughs> yeah. They are threatening to cut his head off.
1: This is going to, like, the next thing you're going to see is Trump begging for regulators to uh, allow the uh, Live Golf Tournament to uh, allow betting. Because he has not at, like, his... I mean, that resorts, would be right? whatever.
0: You can gamble on golf. That's fine. It's not predetermined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh... Not here in California, though. It was a resounding no. I voted no. Mm-hmm. It's not It's not the right time. And I was fucking right, too, because, like, lo and behold, like, we are just barreling towards a recession. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, I was right. And we're close enough to
1: Vegas anyway.
0: So. That's right. If you really want it, there's ways to make it happen.
1: Yeah. All grown up, Sunny D Juice brand announces new vodka seltzers. <sighs> Let's see. We got uh, purple stuff, soda pop. Yeah. Hey,
0: cool vodka seltzers. The only way this works is if they recreate that ad from the '90s with the same actors, where they're opening up the fridge, like, "Oh man, per beer, uh, uh, we
1: got Ew. a Fireball.
0: Uh. Ooh, mm. Sunny D. Sunny D
1: vodka Sunny spritz. Mmm, delicious. Sunny D is so fucking gross. It's it is. Like, uh, I can't like
0: even when you're a kid.
1: It's like, like the YooHoo version of uh, chocolate milk,
0: yeah, and uh, Sunny D with orange it's like juice. Like Sunny D, like if you have even like the most minor scrape inside of your mouth,
1: the shit burns. <laughs> uh, they should do. I, I know this wasn't uh, Sunny D, but it's still one of my favorite orange juice commercials of all time. With uh, what's his name? The uh, the actor Robert Loja. Yeah, he hey, is, is dead. Hey, is that Robert Loja? Robert
0: Loja died a long time
1: no, ago. No, you just get the deep fake version of Robert Loja oh, uh, drinking Sunny D hard seltzer. <laughs> I don't know, who would be the Robert Loja of today? Uh, what other gangsters? Still- Joe Pesci is still alive. Oh, yeah. Is that Joe Pesci? Yeah, and I love Sunny D. Vodka Seltzer. Well,
2: yeah, there you go.
0: Whoa, Robert Loja! Anyway, final headline. Eddie Van Halen once drove a tank through Beverly Hills to Fred Durst's house and pulled a gun on him. Cool. Yeah, I guess they, uh, this was way back in the day. Limp biscuit at the top of their game eddie and fred met at a party and uh for some reason decided to jam mm-hmm. van halen goes to fredder's house with a bunch of his gear the jam goes very poorly because he's like oh these guys fucking suck at music <laughs> and i'm like the greatest guitarist uh, of like the last 20 years uh, hold your tongue this is this is after westmoreland left the band okay okay uh so anyway he leaves forgets to he left a bunch of like his fucking priceless gear at their house, and he's, mm-hmm. the next day he realizes, he's, and Fred Durst is not returning his phone calls or texts, Mm-mm. ghosted. He's got priceless musical artifacts in Fred Durst's house, so he, uh, I guess, he owns a tank that is not street legal, and he got in that tank and the killdozer and took a few guns with him uh, while shirtless, and uh, just rode on down the canyon to Beverly Hills and drove on to Fred Durst's lawn and
1: knocked this, on the door and pulled a gun on him and this said, is "I'll the be reality. taking my amps." And my guitar, please. This is like when everyone's like, "I miss the old days." This is the reality that Gen Z never got to live through, and you know, I think they're worse off for it. Yeah, we used to, we used to have fun in this country. Yeah, we used to let Eddie Van Halen drive a tank. Well, not let, but he no, did he it just anyway. He did it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you know, we're not. You're never going to compete with that. Bad Bunny's not going to get in a tank and go attack Miley Cyrus. He should, though. Actually, no. <laughs> no, that would be bad. He shouldn't. No, she didn't do anything. Yeah. Anyways, that's it for this week's episode of Weekly Weird News. If you haven't seen it already, we got some videos that are going to pop up here. Uh, but look, this episode was sponsored, so do not give us any money on this episode. Yeah, especially if
0: you had uh, some deposits in a little bank called SVB. Yeah. We understand you're not so liquid right now. So yeah. don't worry about it. Yeah. And we'll be covering that probably next week because... Uh, uh, the, the fallout is still happening. It's developing. Yeah. But uh, it's like... So far, it looks like 2008 all over again, but only for the worst people in the
1: world. Yeah, tech so uh, VC and tech startups and uh, yeah, basically anyone operating a business in or around uh, Silicon Valley and also uh, crypto is heavily involved. Oh, no. Not crypto. (sighs) My apes, gone. All my apes, gone. Seized by the U.S. government. Uh, Anyways, the videos are now up. Uh, If you... I know, shocker. Tucker Carlson actually hates Trump. He's, Can you believe he's it? Dishonest. Wow. What? And 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 Oscar news. So much Oscar news. Hey, hooray for Hollywood. Am I right? And also, if you missed it somehow, we got another tech news day with Elon Musk fighting the, uh, you know, one of the world's second richest man fighting the world's most honorable man. The world's nicest millionaire. Yes. Yeah. So check both of those out. Subscribe to the channel. Leave a like. Leave a comment for engagement. And we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.